Welcome to City Talk with Sabrina Bangle and Lee Bettis. Oh, hello, Newburn. Guess what? It is Friday once again. Happy Friday. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I forgot to hit the button. <laughs> I forgot to hit the right button. So it played again. But go. You're fine. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> you know, the, the master behind the, the mirror here, <laughs> the window here, he tells it all. So I've got to listen to him. But welcome. It's another beautiful, beautiful Friday. And we're here. It's City Talk. And Hey, look. It's this, Lee. I know, he just came here, wandering here, in. Look, Lee's coming in. He was on... Uh, child duty today, so uh, yay, Lee. Excuses, excuses. Yay, Lee. And, uh, you know, looking good. Uh, and so, a glorious, beautiful week. Has the weather just been Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's been scrumptious. It has been scrumptious. It's like eating starch. I know. It, it's just, it's been wonderful. Thank it's you for joining us, Lee. And I'm so glad that it's Friday. I can't even begin to tell you how happy I am that it's Friday. I've been busy, busy, busy this week. So. Uh, where is, are you going to take off early today and enjoy it? You know, no. <laughs> that is not in my vocabulary. In my mind, I've been wearing a lime green thong all week in the sun. I hear you. I hear you. Oh, that word picture is not good. <laughs> Um, no. Tracy said the number's going to voicemail. Yes, I know. She's calling right now, and okay. I'm setting up the rest of your show. No, it's, it, you, you just wake up. The, the, the sun has just been phenomenal. I went into my greenhouse this morning. All my, all my citrus plants are blooming. Um, I'm going to start the garden this weekend. Yep. Maybe a little early, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to try. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's a great thing, and um, you know, all, is, all is well with the world. I want to... Thank everybody for, for joining us today. Our good, good friend, Nancy, who just follows our show. She's our number one fan. Good morning, Nancy. Her and Joel, um, she is actually here in New Bern. We're so glad to have her. Back from and Wisconsin. Was she in Wisconsin? She's in Wisconsin. She's here visiting her daughter, Ashley. And Nancy, I will see you shortly. I'm so glad that we'll have her come down. here. I'm, I'm so glad that she is in in town and with us we have got a great great show today you i missed your call last night what what i have you know i'm your thursday night girl I, well i had last night at my thursday night girl was our uh we had a what what's the uh term <laughs> our, we had our little christian family group last night <laughs> well good that's that's a good thing so um we've got a great show today um, we're going to be talking shortly to tracy klein who's the executive director patsy klein <laughs> crazy Crazy for feeling so lonely. But she is the executive director of True Crazy for Trying International. And I know. um, And, you know, the work they do is incredible. And it is so important that we let people know it is happening. Trafficking is happening right here in our city, in our county. And she is an incredible woman of God, first and foremost. But the dedication and the passion she gives to this job is, is just amazing. So we're going to be talking to her. They have the I want to find ball. out what trafficking, actually trafficking looks like and, and what we can do to spot it. Okay, so we're going to get her. She's We're getting ready to get her on the phone here. And so we're going to talk with her this morning about the Freedom Ball that's coming on. And then in the second part of our show, we're going to have our great friend, Amanda Banks. Amanda. Talk, talking to us about everything St. Patrick's that's going to happen tomorrow. Hold on. St. Patrick's Day hasn't happened? No. What no, did I do last weekend? It's officially Tuesday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dressed in green. But we are going to be celebrating it tomorrow, all day in downtown New Bern. And we're excited. Um, uh, it's going to be a beautiful <laughs> day. So I wanted to get into the mode and start the weekend off. So what are you laughing? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm smiling because it looks like you have little St. Patrick's Day who's. I do. I got the little guys up there but anyway um um let's see i think we've got uh, tracy online tracy are you there i am good morning good morning and welcome to city talk we're so glad to have you with us well i'm glad to be here too <laughs> there may be just a bit of a delay okay. i'm trying to figure out what's going on with the system Got to get a new phone. I know. Yeah, okay. we, we, we'll get you a new phone. That, that'd yeah. be a good thing. Okay. So, well, since you're getting into the mood of St. Patrick's Day, can I say Aaron Gobrock? Yes, you can. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We are. We're going to be saying that all day tomorrow and for the next few days. So, Newburn, we're going to paint Newburn green. So, <laughs> I love it. Still wondering sounds what good. I did last weekend. Sound, sounds really good. So, talk to us a little bit about. Um, true justice and um, trafficking. And like I, I said in, in introing you, um, believe it or not, it happens here in Craven County. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have, um, so as True Justice, you know, we're a nonprofit based here in, in, in Craven County, in Newburgh, North Carolina, and we serve survivors of human trafficking. We also do education and awareness trainings um, all over the all over the eastern North Carolina and serve survivors all over eastern North Carolina. Last year, we served 72 survivors um, through our safe house that we have in, um, in New Bern, as well as we also have an outreach center in Jacksonville and in New Bern as well. So um, it's definitely happening. We get cases all the time from um, Craven County, and um, it is the fastest growing crime in the world. So um, people think it doesn't happen, but um, it's happening right in our own backyards, and we don't even realize it. Right. Well, maybe you can explain for people they hear that word trafficking all the time, what it actually means, because, you know, it means many things, but, you know, I think it's important that we understand so that people can recognize it and, and maybe be aware of it and help somebody in danger. Yeah. So, you know, we used to, we've seen the movie Taken, and people think, well, trafficking is when they are taking a person by force and forcing them to do things they don't want to do. Um, and that's true. That does happen. But really what we see in, in North Carolina is trafficking is, you know, it is taking, using somebody else whether by force, fraud, or coercion to do sexual or labor acts against their will. Now, what we typically see is it's, you know, a what somebody might think of it as a boyfriend, or you might look at her and say, oh, she's just a prostitute or she's just a drug addict. Um, but they, there's somebody that's trafficking them often. Um, a lot of times with the girls that are, have addictions, you see their dealers will say, well, if you want this bag, if you need your next high, and they will because it's an addiction, then you need to do X, Y, Z. Well, that girl at that point, that's called coercion. Um, and so that actually you have to prove force, fraud, or coercion. But trafficking is just using somebody else for um, whether by force, fraud, or coercion, to do things, um, sexual acts or labor acts against their will. Let, let me ask: Is this is this? I'm a criminal defense lawyer, and I've okay. you know, done, done it for done it for 20 years. I've Wait, ne- did you say lawyer or just criminal? Okay, that's why I became one. <laughs> but no, I've done it for 20 years. I have never, I've never had a a, a case of. Of, of trafficking, human trafficking. Is this a federal statute? Is this a state statute? Um, and and how, how are these it's people criminally prosecuted? Federal. Okay. Yeah, well, okay, I'm not a lawyer. So. No, 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 no. I, and, and, and I'm, I'm not, not asking people. I work on this. I'm just, I'm yeah, just really I interested because I, I I haven't seen it. And, uh, and I want to be able yeah. to, I want to, I, I mean, uh, I see a lot of people that were, you know, I see a lot of people that are in the, in the state, but you said um, women, young women who are, who are being addicted and I want to be able to provide a resource to them. And that's, that's why I was asking. Yeah. So a lot of the girls, so, you know, first of all, I say, you know, a lot of people say marijuana is a gateway drug. I say trauma is a gateway drug. So you will see some of these girls and I will tell you 90% of the girls that come to us that have been trafficked had a severe drug addiction. And so at some point, whether the trafficking happened, the drug addiction started as a part of their trafficking, or maybe they had the drug addiction, um, once they're in that addiction and then they're, you know, especially if it's something like heroin, right, then they physically are getting sick. So they're physically getting sick if they don't get that next high. And their dealer says, hey, I need you, you know, if you want this, I'm going to give it to you, but you need to do this. The girl thinks that she is doing it on her own at that point, right? Yeah. And he may be doing this to her for years and years, but truly he's trafficking her. That's called coercion, right? So yeah, that, that's, that's the interesting part. Her, yeah, he's using her. You have to prove one of the three things, which is the force, the fraud, or the coercion. It's a lot harder to prove the force and the fraud, although that, that does happen. Um, it's a little bit easier to prove the coercion. Um so, but we see it all the time. Um, and actually, I'm, we've got a big case in Onsville County right now. The guy's in federal prison and he's getting ready. His sentencing, his final um, sentencing is, I believe, next month. And he's going away for 40 years. That's with his plea bargain. 40 years. Um, and, and was he trafficking dealer. one person or more than one person? Was this a ring? Multiple, multiple. Yeah, it was a ring. Yeah, multiple girls. And I mean, and let me ask so, you something. Does it matter if the, if it's just one, you know, you traffic one person is, is there, do you have to traffic more than one to, for it to be a crime or just nope. one? 
No, just one person is trafficking. Yeah. This is incredible. So, and that's in, that's in um, Onslow State Court, or that's in the Onslow County Court down there. Well, that's a, that's actually, no, it's actually, this is a federal case now, but it happened in Onslow County. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a federal case for that person. So what, um, what should we yeah, be looking for? What should, you know, and like I, like I said, and I'm uniquely, I'm uniquely situated to be able to see, uh, you know, the young women victims that, that come in like this and right. what, what should we be looking for? Well, I would say specifically for you, if you're seeing the girls that are coming in, um, that are get, coming in with prostitution charges or drug charges, you know, there's questions that you can ask them. Um, you know, have you ever had to, uh, my apologies, have you, have you ever had to, um, to do something you didn't want to do, provide, you know, sexual favors or anything else that you didn't want to do to, to get your drug, in order to get your drugs? Um, these are all, those are all big indications. So, and I could get you, actually, I'd love to get you a list of questions that you could ask them. You could just point them, give them information about us, and then I could do the, uh, you know, I could do a, an assessment to see if they actually qualify for our program. I'd love, what I want to work on getting is a program where we can work with these girls and and men. We, we've, you know, we've served men as well and boys, and um, but where we can serve them and actually help them with a program versus being charged or, you know. Well, no, no, that's, you know, that is, it's breaking, it's breaking the cycle and it's, you know, you see it a lot out here and, and look, how can, how can yeah. people contact you right now? Yep. Our, our office number is 252-631-5111. And uh, repeat that and one more time. And ask for Tracy. Ask for Tracy, yep. but repeat it again. Yep. 252-631-5111. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, you're, you're talking this morning and it's, my blood is boiling. I want to just go and volunteer and help, help you all I can. Well, I, just, we love I, that. <laughs> I, I hear, I hear what you're doing and it's, it's God's work and yeah. truly is. Thank you. Yeah, Thank no, you. it, it yeah, is. And of course, Tracy, the work you do just doesn't happen. I know there's a lot of volunteers, but it does take money to run organizations. As we know, with any nonprofit it takes funds yeah. and you're getting ready to have probably, you know, one of your larger fundraisers coming up next week. You want we to talk are. a little bit about that? Absolutely. So next Friday night at Copper Ridge is our, I think it'll be our fifth annual Freedom Ball um, and Gala. And it's a wonderful evening. We have a plated meal and uh, we have music by Spare Change. We have a guest speaker, silent auction items, but we have, we have a few seats left. So if you'd like to get it, get in on that. Um, you can go on Eventbrite and get tickets, but I think we only have maybe maybe eight tickets left, so we are running close. Oh, that's but it's a one. It's a great night. It's a fun night. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me get this straight. Is this going to be a virtual night where we sit by our computers and pretend to be around other people no. while eating Zaxby's? No, this is <laughs> no, this is actually you're in. You are with other people now. Mind you, you're going to have to take your temperature when you come in. But um, other than that, it's going to be a great night of music and dancing, and it's going to be a fun night. Dancing? Dancing? What's that? I know. Isn't it God is dancing. so good that he's allowing us a little bit of freedom now? This is just awesome. It's, it's been like the, footloose the world, for the last year. The world year. is waking up, and I love it. <laughs> exactly. Hey, and, it's, hey, it's a freedom ball in many ways, right? Yes, yes. You're, you're, it's, it's really very... <laughs> tapped so um have you talked a little yeah. bit about where you know we can get tickets and you know even so let's yeah. say you can't come next week and how could people donate or get involved with this organization well if, look you know there's three ways you can get involved your time your talents and your gifts right so you can call it call us and if you want to volunteer you know we would love to have people volunteer but you can go on our website and there's a button that says donate now. And you know that stimulus check is coming. If you don't want it, just send it our way. We'll take care of it for you. <laughs> that, is, that, that, is, that is awesome. And I know you do so much with outreach. And, um, you know, you're in places we that do. people don't even know you're in. <laughs> yeah, we go to strip clubs, hotels, um, on the streets. You know, we want to go where they are and meet them where they are and help them where they're at. And, um, and, and want to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Right. If, if people, if people, you know, if you suspect someone has been trafficking, you, you can talk to you guys anonymously and you'll provide resources. Is that the deal? Absolutely. And also, 
you know, I mean, they can talk to us or not. If they suspect they're being trafficked, I would recommend, you know, calling us, but also calling the National Human Trafficking Hotline number. And um, also another thing that you can do is um, call us and let us help them, right? If, if somebody that you know, even if you are not sure, um, you know, there's many people in this in our community in Craven County and in, um, in Newburn that we're helping that. Well, here, here's the deal. Here's the scenario. Here's the scenario. I see. it's, you know, the, you, you get a, you get a young lady who's an addict and then she goes out and does something that she's not necessarily mm -hmm. proud of. And then she starts believing it's right. her fault. And that, uh, yeah. if she goes and reports it to the pol police, they're just going to go, well, you're nothing but a hooker and she won't get any support. Right. She won't get any support. Right. And it'll be further demeaning. Um, how, how right. have law enforcement That's in your opinion, true, well, well, no talk, because there's people out there right now, I guarantee it, who are feeling that, oh, I'm just, you know, I've done this to myself and it's my fault. I brought it on myself. No, it's not. Right. You're a victim. Believe you're a victim. And, right. and how, how has law enforcement been dealing talent. with this? Well, they're getting better. Let's put it that way. They're getting better. Um, it's a paradigm shift, you know, because, you know, when you think of drug use, it's breaking the law, right? Correct. So that's where their, that's where their, that's where their belief pattern has been. But they're getting a whole lot better and looking at this as, nope, there's something going on behind the scenes. And that's what we have to do is do the education training. And I know Chip Hughes has done a great job with that and bringing on people to help out with um, human trafficking. But it's still a paradigm shift that we have to work on. And um, just knowing, like I said, you know, marijuana is not the gateway drug. Trauma is. So why are they doing this? Like, what has happened to them? And, you know, the girls often feel like many, most of our girls, they don't come to us with a tiny, like in a package wrapped up with a perfect little bow that says, hey, I'm a trafficking survivor. No, very rarely. Um, they're, you know, I, they feel like they've been complicit in an illegal sex act. Um, they've been manipulated to think, you know, well, not manipulated, but they think law enforcement is out to get them because of some of the things they've done. Rightfully so. They've committed some crimes, right? Yeah. But... We know that they're also victims, that they are victims, and we want to help them with that. And so we have lots of resources that we can do that. And we actually have a safe house. Um, so we help the survivors. We have a, it's a two-year, up to a two-year program. It's just based on them. It's a three-year, I mean, a three-phase program. It depends on how quickly they work through the phases. But we don't even, like most people just say, let's get them a job and a house and send them on their way. And we know that that doesn't work because of the trauma they've experienced. Absolutely. So the trauma we don't, they're not even right. So we focus on the trauma therapy. We focus on the life skills, conflict resolution, you know, all of the, the boundaries, all these things that they, you know, many people need to learn, not just survivors. Well, and probably um, working on addiction with them as well. Correct. Yes. So that's a big part of our program, actually. Um, so we, everything we do, we have addictions treatment. Um, we actually pay for the girls to go for three months of addictions treatment if they need it and if they want it before that we would place them in a safe house or even if they don't want to go to the safe house, if they just want, if they just want our help and they want to go get clean um, and go for addiction treatment, we can pay for that for up to three months. All right. Hold on. One, one thing. All right, folks, you're listening now. You share this video, <laughs> Yeah. I've, dig I've deep into it. your pockets, dig deep into your pockets, uh, give to this cause, right. please. It is a good one. Tracy, I do want to talk to you a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I mean, there's so many different boundaries of, of trafficking, but we're also seeing yeah. children trafficked as well. And that's just Absolutely. another really awful part of this. Yeah. Can you speak to that yeah. a little bit and the services you may be able to provide? Yeah. So when it's children, obviously CPS is involved. Um, but we can still provide services for mom and dad. Um, we can provide service. We can, you know, we have connections with child counselors that we can connect them with. Um, and we can still, you know, we provide a lot of different services besides um, the counseling aspect of it. Um, but children are obviously the average age is 12 to 14 and now it's actually younger. Um, and one thing I want to state is that, you know, back in the day, stranger danger is who we had to be careful of for children. The number one trafficker is actually family members. Um, That's a very sad thing. That's a sad thing to note, but this is the reality yeah. of what, what is happening. And yeah, um, yeah. You know, and again, that's why it's good to know about this and to talk about it so that people can recognize it and be aware of it to maybe help somebody 
sometimes you can just look in the eyes of somebody and know they're in trouble, even though they can't say anything. Right. Absolutely. That's that great discernment, right? Right. And when that is the case, you know, that's when you want to, a lot of people don't get involved because they don't know what to say, but just do it anyway. Just get involved anyway. Just ask them, you know, how are you doing? Um, Become a friend to them, you know, is, you know, just be kind and report. Even if you don't know for sure that something is a trafficking case, your tip might lead, might tie into other tips that have been sent in, right? And so I always say report, 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 report. And know that with children, it's the number one is family members, then it's friends of family, and with anybody, with any trafficking people. So if we're talking teenagers, because most people are teenagers. At that point, it's usually a boyfriend. What the girl thinks is this guy who loves her. Um, and that. so, you know, the, the movies always predict the gorilla pimps, and he's the one that uses the force and he's beating them up. Now, yes, that does happen down the line. Um, but typically, it starts off with just somebody who is we call the Romeo pimp, and he's the guy that just is outgoing. You know, he's just got this charismatic personality and loving the girl and becoming her world and doing all kinds of nice things for her. And she's so in love with him. And then he says, Oh, I need some money, but I'm going to take care of it. You just need to do this. And you know, she's like, well, okay. You know, he loves me and he's going to take care of me. I'm not sick, really happy sick, about doing sick, it. sick. Yeah. But yeah. It's the, that is it the is. reality. And that's why we have to talk about it because it's out there. Right. But, but the yeah. good news is that there's people like you and true justice um, who are out there <laughs> trying to um, help victims and alert others to this victimization. So um, I'm, I'm so excited that you, you know, joined us this morning and you're talking about wow. us. Thank you for having me, Sabrina. I appreciate it. How do you it keep so upbeat when you're, you, I mean, you just hear it in your voice. How do you keep, you know, like right now, if you, <laughs> if you could be, if, if you could see inside, my blood is literally <laughs> boiling and I just want to go grab a trafficker and shake him. But how, how do you just keep so, uh, I mean, seriously, how, how um, do you keep so upbeat about it and, and hopeful? Well, Sabrina, can I say this? Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yes. yes. You, you can say I, anything you, you want know, on City Talk. Yeah. It's the internet. I mean, I, yeah, yes, it I is just, Jesus. You know, I know. It's Jesus. It's all Jesus. But I will tell you that I, we have a hope, right? There is a hope. And yes, my blood boils. My flesh comes out. And there, I mean, I don't sleep at night. Right? Like, I... My mind is whirling, like, how can I take, what can I do? How can I help more girls? How can I, how can we end this? Well, we're not ever going to end it, but. Well, we get know, us a posse and go hunting. Yeah. Well, trust me. I mean, I, you know, I, sometimes I've thought about loading people up in the boat and taking them out for shark bait and leaving them there or tying them up to a tree and skin them in alive. And we call, we call that deep, deep water fishing. Where deep water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You gotta get, you have the right, you have to have the right kind of bait. I think now, your wait. approach is probably better though. But I do, I do have a question. Yeah. Tracy, and this yes. is Charles. What leads to this? Like we keep we keep fighting the symptom, which is the human trafficking. Mm. What is the mm -hmm. cause of this? What motivates these human beings to participate in this? You know, it, it's it's a sickness. It really is. It's a disease. But I will tell you that pornography is is the gateway drug to to this um, to trafficking. There's a study that was done, and actually several studies now, 100% of traffickers and 100% of buyers have a pornography addiction. And the second word of that is addiction. Pornography does not always lead to addiction with every person, but it can, and it does. And when that happens, it works on the brain just like a hardcore drug. And so then it escalates, right? So at some point, just like smoking weed isn't giving you enough, you get then you get your heroin. Okay, the first time you use heroin, it's great. Then you start needing more and more and more, right? It's the same way with pornography. If you become addicted to pornography, you need more and more and more. And it's just, it's a mindset. Like people think, okay, it's acceptable. She's an escort. She's doing it herself. They don't realize that she might be being trafficked, right? So if I'm thinking, oh, well, I want to have sex with this person and she's doing it her on her own. She's not being trafficked. This is what she's doing to make some money. Maybe they don't look at it as bad. But if they knew that she was actually being trafficked, that if she didn't bring in so much money a night, that she was going to get the you-know-what beat out of her, um, then they might look at it a little bit differently. But, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a paradigm shift. It's education. It's, I would love to see some John schools out here, but, you know, we're not even – 
cracking down the Johns. So um, I think ending the demand, you know, ending the buyers, getting rid of the buyers, that would be one thing that we could do. We're never going to end the demand because, let's face it, you know, we're all driven to for sex, right? So that's never going to stop. But if we could, if we could crack down on the buyers, I think, you know, and of course the traffickers, it's just very hard to, to get them. Um, oftentimes they're using the girls um, for recruiting purposes and everything else. So it's actually the girls that are getting, um, getting charges instead of the actual traffickers often. Yeah, well, really hey, let, let me tell you something. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you very much for highlighting this. Uh, where, what's your website? Thank you. It's www.truejustice.global. Dot global. Okay. Global. That's that's bigger than just dot org. Dot global. <laughs> that's right. It seems like twice as big as dot org. And and one more go time. Go home, right? Yeah. Why not? One more time. Tell us about the Freedom Ball next Saturday night. So if people are interested, awesome. Thanks, they can Sabrina. they can attend, yeah. get more information. So one more time. It's yep. It's a wonderful time. Dinner, dancing. Oh, and did I mention wonderful sweet treats and desserts by Baker's Kitchen? <laughs> sweet treats and desserts. <laughs> Oh, I'm there. Yeah. No, I'm, we love to support this are, event. Are they carb-free treats yeah. or desserts? There is no such thing as carb-free. They are that no. night. That <laughs> night, in your mind, they're carb-free. Okay. Let me tell you something. Gonna... Air has carbs in it, I yeah. found out. Well, you I stopped breathing off. for a week and lost it's 12 okay. pounds. Yeah. <laughs> That's hysterical. So um, well, how, mu- how much yeah, are the tickets? How much are the tickets? It's and, they're $130 per couple. And you can get the tickets on Eventbrite, or if you want to call into the office again at 252-631-5111, we will connect you up with some tickets, too. That is awesome. That is so, so awesome. Thank you, Sabrina. Thank you, everyone. Oh, yeah. Thank you for all that information. Um, yeah, that was really great. We really appreciate you coming thanks, on Carl. this morning and yeah. the really good work you do. And hope you'll come visit us here in the studio sometime again. Now, do you have any questions for us? We do. answer car questions if you have any questions for us. Car questions. Hmm. Just... No. All right. <laughs> Never mind. Right for me, Tracy. <laughs> what? I want to provide that kind of service right too. All right, everybody. Thank you, Tracy. Thank and you. Bye, guys. Have bye. a blessed day. Have a great weekend. Bye. Reminder: um, We do so answer for those questions. of you just joining us now. That was Tracy Klein, who's the executive director of True Justice International. It is a organization that helps women, children, whomever in, in the trafficked world and really provides awesome services, halfway house, other resources, and uh, they're getting ready to have a big event next Saturday night. So I hope everybody will check them out on the web and um, you know share this video, get that information out there. It's really important. So, um, you know, in a few, in a little bit, in about 10 minutes, we're going to be having um, Amanda Banks coming. Amanda! And talk to us about Barry Mary events going on. Is she on coming now. in or is she coming on the phone? She's going to come on the phone. Ah. But what about, what about the, what about the, uh, the, the, La Cosa Nostra, the, the cat, the cash mob, the flash mob. What the are, cash mob. Well, I, you know, I didn't we need an what update. Her thing. I, I, let me tell you something. Sarah Evans is the most phenomenal. She is like Hurricane Sarah. That's what I'm going to call her. She, swooped into Newburn and just she's done an amazing job. I saw yesterday where she now has 5,000 followers, which is amazing mm-hmm. and is doing an awesome job with Cash Mob. They Cash Mobbed um god it was the pizza place this week. Uh Sarah's Big Apple. Sarah's Big Apple. Yes. Where's that? Broad, I don't even know Broad where that Creek is. Road Broad going Creek out Road. towards Fairfield. Yep. Oh. Um and oh. I oh. everybody just got rave reviews. People are still nominating. It's a good thing. And there was, there was an accidental mobbing this weekend, too. Oh, how, how do you accidentally mob that? somebody? So, you know the new donut shop? <gasps> yeah. I know. So the new donut shop was not actually nominated to be... It was nominated to be mobbed, but because it went viral inside the group, they sold out of donuts almost every day. I know. <laughs> I heard that. It was awesome. You sell out of donuts. It's just flour and sugar and air. When, you're, when what you make is delicious, people demand it more. Yeah. So um, we Did have, you a, have, we have a, we have a good morning from our good friend uh, Chief Bobby Astor. And I- good morning, <laughs> Chief Bobby Astor Alderman. Before, before the end of his term, we are going to get on video you hugging that. I would love I to, to hug him this morning all- before I came on air, and I I told him that you would be sending hugs, <laughs> hug Bobby Astor Day. It is. Oh my God! What day, is today? March twelfth. <laughs> it is hug Bobby Astor Day. <laughs> For everybody who didn't know that. So if you see the chief, 
Just go over and give him a hug. He loves it. <laughs> Chief, what kind of car don't are you say, driving? Don't say anything to him. Just, just hu- hug him. He likes it when you run up yep. behind him and hug him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Bonus points if you get three of your friends to do it all at the same time. Yeah. And, and a picture. But it's been so nice to see people out and about this week. And, you know, I people are getting out mobbing and doing other things like that. And it's been great. And um, that's I talk about it every week. But it is so important that this is such a fabulous little community and so many good things going on. And I don't know if you all have noticed, but there's been a lot of um, city workers up and down Middle Street this week. This and morning, what, And especially. what they've been doing is there were metal grates around the trees. Uh, mm. on the sidewalk the metal grates and people the roots were pushing them up people were tripping you'd get your heels stuck in oh, you know it once. was it, it's really crazy <laughs> wait, wait, no, wait, look, look into the camera and make that admission again you got your heels stuck in the grate <laughs> i did once <laughs> so that that has been a problem and thanks to our phenomenal uh public works director uh matt you know uh he just has done an awesome he's job. given him a pedicure yeah. All the roots. He's, he's uh, what we've done is they found <laughs> he's doing all the work a material, the almost like a plastic like material that will allow the water to, to get through it, to get to the roots of the tree. But it's it's applied on there and it's very uh, flush with the ground. Doesn't It keeps the roots down. I mean, it, it's just a great product. And we've been using it in other places on Hancock Street. I'm part of Pollock Street, the 400 block of Pollock. So now we've gone up and down. Uh, Middle Street, and it's going to make all the difference in the world. So we're replacing all those heavy grates, and we've had a lot of issues with them. So hopefully that's what's going on in downtown when people ask about. Whoa, hey, rouse the neighbors, wake the kids. That sounds like some news right there. <laughs> <laughs> you won't want to miss that one. We're putting plastic on roots already. Come here. It's <laughs> the big news like uh, last year's Transformer fire on Middle Street. Hey. <laughs> Get the kids out. It's people, sparking. People want to know, and that's why they tune in to City Talk, because they want, they want to, hear, to know that. They want to hear what's going on in the city. Oh, I, I know? didn't know that. And so that's the whole idea. What about the trains? You know, that's really an issue. I'm going to get on the phone today. Bobby Astor, if you're listening again, you and I are going to have a chat about the trains. They were, the, all of the major intersections were closed this week, weren't they? Well, that was closed? out towards Taberna, that area. A lot of it has to do, um, they're upgrading tracks. I don't know. They're doing something. And we talked about it at our meeting on Tuesday night. I mean, you guys are still doing that. The meeting. railroad thinks that they just, I think you have, should attend some of those. Lee. They have no, yeah, been there, um, done that. you know, no, they, they're not accountable to anybody or anything. They don't have to, they own all the property. And you know, I think it's terrible because, and we were very strong in our uh, discussion on Tuesday night and giving direction to the city manager and to the city attorney that we want a, a letter sent to the, uh, president of the railroad to our legislators and even to Congressman Murphy saying enough is enough. They close streets off and don't even communicate it with the city so that we can provide for emergency vehicles and alert our citizens that they will have to detour whatever, you know, emergencies. And we are just aggravated with them. Same thing over there um, on National Avenue, the switching station that's over there. I've been t- I met with some residents yesterday and you know, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, they're blowing the horns, backing up. And it's like, why can't we either move this or reroute it or do something? Mm-hmm. Yes, they've been there a long time, but you know, we have cell phones and different methods of communicating this day and time. Why do we need to, to blow got- the horns? I've got an old battle buddy of mine I was in the army with who went on to be a train conductor. Coolest job in the world. Like we went from missile defense stuff and doing army stuff to him running trains. And it's definitely a job I want to do. The Atchikan, Topeka, and the Santa Fe. Here we are. <laughs> but I think I think the Remember reason they blow their horns in congested areas like that is more for our benefit than it is for theirs. Yes. They're worried about the cars. Sure that yeah. people aren't around and it's and, and I understand that and the number one thing that the railroad is concerned with is safety. I will tell you that in my many conversations. But people have to understand so the railroad tracks are owned by North Carolina Railroad, but they lease the tracks to Norfolk Southern who carries Freight and everything else up and down, everything but people up and down the line. So it's very, very lucrative for North Carolina Railroad. So, of course, whatever is necessary. But I, I hate that they have that much power and that much non-responsibility 
to the area that they're traversing without well, I mean, remember, working remember that, with us. That big tract of land over by the that uh the big over in Riverside and um the guy bought the that big tract of land was going to develop it, but right. he wanted that little three acre, three acres that the train that the railroad had, and they wouldn't they wouldn't budge on it. He yeah, could and not. They get finally, him. did. They they did budge. Yeah, they did, and he ended up buying it. So. So What's going to happen with that land over there? Well, you know, again, it's going to be developed at some time, but no, no necessary. Hold on. Right I see there. a smile on your face. No, too. really, no. seriously. Um, we don't have anything yet. Um, I've been in office uh, three, three plus years now, and I've been trying to, uh, you know, find a time for us to meet or get, get together so I can understand it's in my ward, understand more about it. And that has not happened um, uh, once again, Chief Astor, if you're listening, you're the connection, would love to have that meeting. So let me say this because Ashley's one of our top fans. Ashley. Ashley Howe. And, you know, Ashley the is the moving force behind the um, Newburn Junior League. Okay. And they're having their big event tomorrow, which is um, high school prom dresses for all high school ladies. Tomorrow is the Junior League Prom Boutique at Wine and Design on Glen Burnie Road. Free dresses to high school students coming in who want to buy, who want to get prom dresses. Free dresses? Yes, and she's just so excited. She said the community really stepped up, and they have lots of beautiful, beautiful dresses. So um, this is a wonderful opportunity to get there, what a great service this group is doing to our community. So if you know of young ladies in high school who would love to have a prom dress for free, please get out there tomorrow, one in design. Ashley, do you know what the times are? Just uh, shoot me a message and tell us what time it's going to From 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Wine and Design in Newburn, North Carolina, the boutique the Junior League of Greater Newborn Newborn organized this event to help provide young ladies in the community a chance to have prom dress of their dreams. March thirteenth, twenty twenty one. I mean, I think that so to me that's awesome. And all the dresses came from people who had bought them and maybe wore them one time and were hanging in closets. So I think that the community really I would imagine, up and Sabrina. Donated. I would imagine that you are the type who still has your prom dress. <laughs> I'm a hoarder. <laughs> I would imagine it's hanging in plastic in a closet somewhere and maybe has a mothball or two around it. About it. I don't think I have the one that I, I, I only went to a senior prom. I didn't, you know, I, so, um, and I know exactly what the dress was that I wore, but I don't think I have that anymore, to be honest with you. That is gone. <laughs> somehow I thought, somehow I, I was thinking that maybe that you had it. That one is gone. Hey, hold on. We got Steve distracted by all, this, by all this news and good stuff. Tell me more about these donuts. What? What is? Where's this donut shop? <laughs> they figured out a way to put bacon on donuts. I'll leave it at that. What? <laughs> yes. Just go check it out. It's on Glen Burnie. Yes. By in the Food Lion Shopping Center. There you go. There on Glen Burnie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just follow your nose is what you, you know. Mean. If you're if you're not in the Cash Mob, you know you would know these things if you were in the Newburn Cash Mob Facebook group. If you're not, you should join the Newburn Cash Mob Facebook group, and you would learn all about the donuts, and you'd be in the know. The the Newburn Cash Mob Facebook group. Yes. All right. Newburn Cash Mob. I think you have to be invited at this point. So if you've not been invited, you're not one of the cool kids, Lee. I never was. <laughs> Sabrina's been in there since inception, so she was like cool Sabrina from the did beginning. Sabrina did. Sabrina's one of the cool kids. I just kids. really like Sarah, and and I just love somebody who has that kind of energy and enthusiasm for a community she just stepped into, and is really changing the face of our community. By showing people that we have, we do have a lot of really nice businesses here, and people work really hard, and it's bringing attention to these businesses. And I love that she's keeping the tone really good. A couple of people have tried to make it a place of contention, wouldn't you agree, mm-hmm. Charles? And she's done an excellent job in putting it together. Is I'm going to take this call blind and see if it's Amanda. It might be Amanda. Uh, oh, wait. <laughs> She'll have to call back again. Okay. I uh, what's call the- back, Amanda. <laughs> Any update on getting Chief Gallagher in? Yeah, uh, so uh, uh, Chief Summers had his last meeting with the Board of Aldermen on Tuesday night. Ooh, we have to bring him in here and let the city meet him. Yes, we will. That's I what I'm saying. St. Patty's Day would be the perfect you. time. And, uh, you know, I was so thankful. She says she's trying to call in. Yeah, tell her to call back. Okay. Uh, I'll just be just giving you a thump. I didn't, I didn't hit the button fast enough. That was all. What's, what's your police style, Chief Gallagher? I'll be giving him a thumping with my stick there. What we're going to do oh. first is we're going to, we're going to disarm all of the police. 
We're going to give them all classic Billy clothes. I need to put on my... uh, (laughs) We're getting ready to talk about it. So, um, yes, we'll get him on here. Uh, Chief Summers, um, last day, I think, is Tuesday. And uh, they had a little gathering yesterday, a little open house. People could come in and, and... Say thank you to him, and we're very thankful for his service. What a what a wonderful Christian man of God! Seriously, um, we should get him in here too. With him, it's been wonderful. But I, I, from what I understand, Chief Gallagher is going to do an awesome job. I'm looking forward to having him in our city, and to meeting him, and to working with him. So you know, all is good, and uh, I think it's it's going to be a great day. So. And if Chief Gallagher is listening, those are not my dogs. I swear they're not. Yeah. <laughs> Lies. Uh, so. Is she on? Is she on? Hey, I'm, I've got her on in my hand right now. Just yes, dude, give me a second. Yeah, I mean, you're. I'm, I'm excited. You're in a. You're just. I've got a sugar frenzy from donuts I'm about to eat. Rolling today. Rocking and rolling today. But we have other good things going on in the city, and we continue. (laughs) What are you laughing at? I'm not laughing at anything. It's making me me smile. You got the two leprechauns. Look at the Irish, you know? You're Italian. I know I am, but hey, you know, if you're not Irish, fake it. You know, that's the way I look at it. I'll give you a wee thumping. Hi there with your thumping. (laughs) If you're not Irish, fake it. And, you know, Steve kind of looks. I don't know if there's any Irish. In, in that side of the family, I know there's English. Um, Steve's, let's see, great, I guess it would be a great-grandmother was, uh, her name was Richardson, and, and she was English. He's we mostly German, isn't he? Yeah, the Bengal side of the family is German, so uh, they come from oh, a place man. called Botwomen, Botwinfen. And thank you, Ashley. I love my little- Botwinfen. Bot Can I spend an hour with Steve talking about his family line? You know, he would say, he would say, talk to Sabrina. I know more about it than he does. <laughs> oh, His man. aunt actually published a book. We have a book of the family, the Bengal, um, the Bengal side, Bengal Richardson side of the family. And then his uh, grandmother on his father's side are the uh, Kellums and Ketchums from uh, Onslow County. So, all right, we got Amanda on the line. Amanda, are you there? Leprechaun is here. Oh goodness! Now you see, I got all dutied up. Can you can you see my my? I don't see anything on the screen. Well, the screen. Oh, God, you want you want the screen? Now you need to be able to see yourself too. Yes, Lee. narcissist. Uh, you are such you. So let's you... talk about let's talk about what's going on tomorrow, Amanda. Yeah, so we're we're gonna shamrock it up downtown tomorrow. We got family friendly adventures happening from eleven to three. Um, we've got themed treats and drinks and desserts um we'll have a scavenger hunt going on as well um buried a hatchet will be down here and some live entertainment and then tomorrow evening we have the pub crawl so it's it's gonna be a fun day and the weather's gonna be beautiful a good time for people to get out and about and walk around so uh with the pub crawl, how does that work? How to and and give people a little bit of details and where they can get information or tickets. So the map for the pub crawl is on um, our social media and Facebook or yeah, social media and website. And then um, the way the pub crawl works is you don't have to have a ticket for that. Um, you can just you know the the establishments are noted on the map. You know, go through and, and support as many of them as you can at your leisure throughout the evening. It's from 5 to 9. And then um, we'll have a shuttle that you can hop on and off if you choose to buy a wristband for that. Um, the tickets are $10 through today. Tomorrow they go up to $15. Okay. And today they can get them at Carolina Creations. Awesome. So really bringing attention to our businesses downtown. Again, a beautiful day out tomorrow where people can walk around. So it won't be so bad to park your car and walk a little bit into downtown. Walking. Yeah, what you need. Of course, we want to tell people all the time that if you need to get goods and services from a business downtown where the street is closed, if you will call that business and say, look, you know, I can't since I can't get close to your business and I have to carry stuff, whatever, they will accommodate you. They will do everything possible to help you. They just don't want you not to come downtown because the street is closed. Correct. And, and we'll tomorrow from um, one to three, we'll also have 
the horse and carriage running. Um, and you know, they they might can help you with with getting things around downtown too. If we if that becomes a need, right? And it's all about us working together, and really, um, you know, making a, a special time. And that's what we want to do. We know them when there's events downtown, we get more people coming in, and it helps all of the businesses. So a little plug for the Pepsi store. So the Pepsi store, we're going to be doing. Um, Mountain Dew floats with green sherbet in it. So we'll have what? Green what? Mountain Dew floats tomorrow. So it'll oh be Mountain God. Dew with a scoop of lime green sherbet. You don't want to miss that. <laughs> hmm. And it's Sabrina, it may be hmm. something that you're going to have to offer from time to time. I've, I've, I've been asked over and over. Um, <laughs> will, Will, will they be back? <laughs> well, well, we'll see how well received they are tomorrow, and we'll check. Well, it I can out tell you this much: <laughs> the ghost of Caleb Bradham is licking his chops right now at the thought. <laughs> but we're we're excited about that. And again, where can people go to get more information? They can go to BarryMaryEvents.com. It'll redirect them to Barry Mary Christmas. Both pages right now. You can get information as well as um, Barry Mary Events on Facebook. Okay. And please know that, you know, we're constantly looking for people to help plan these events. Um, right now we have a group of volunteers that plan and volunteer at these events. And, you know, the more people we get involved, the more creative we can get on things and um, the further reach, you know, we can have um, in making these successful. So we welcome anybody that wants to be involved and, and have new ideas to bring to the table. Awesome. Well, that- Lee wants to volunteer to be the uh, the pub crawl supervisor. No, I was actually just thinking I will volunteer, and, and if if you're interested, and you can take us up on this, um, Charles and I will get a keg of Guinness, and we will dress up like St. Patrick's and drive the snakes out of uh, Lawson's Creek Park. You'd ha- you'd have to drink all by yourself because we're still doing Lent, and I gave up alcohol. We get out, get out, you snakes, get out. Yes, I will, I will. I will wheel the keg around. You can you can drink the beer. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for your update. We look forward to seeing you out in the street with all the little leprechauns tomorrow. Well, those aren't leprechauns. Yes. yes. Thank you. Thanks, Amanda. So a couple more other items that we need to, to cover here today. So We have items now. We do. All right. So, so Chief Esther asked me to talk about, we just got some really good news late yesterday. Woo-hoo! So, you know, the city has been working with FEMA um, about the ditches. And a lot of the problems we have with flooding in, in the city has to do with the condition of our ditches. And they were severely impacted during Florence. So yesterday we got the really wonderful news that we've been awarded $33 million. To improve our ditches. We have 180 miles of ditches in the city of New Bern. And we're now going to be able to get in there. I mean, it's going to take two or three years to get to all of it, but have them dug out, cleaned, and some of them fixed that hopefully will help with uh, flooding and and this will be flood mitigation in the future. So, so we're gonna have a bunch. How of, did I do? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of city personnel out there for the foreseeable future ditching. Ditching, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, but, they you can. know this is all good news. This is really good <laughs> I like news. It. I like it to people. You know because this has been the thing, and I'm telling you something. I don't know what we would do without Bobby Astor. He has been a champion for Newburn when it comes to FEMA. His expertise and his knowledge of how to work that system is incredible because the bureaucracy of fema is just it's untenable i don't and he has just been a gem to the city and we would not is he running again of course he better run again is he gonna keep his seat you you know better keep his seat we haven't really talked about that we will talk about that surely in the next several months well if he's gonna try to leave it we're gonna staple him to his seat because he cannot go but he's incredible. But I know Deputy that he Police would continue, Chief even if he wasn't in his seat Chief. as alderman, he would continue to work with the city where FEMA's concerned because he's got the knowledge and he just has such a fabulous personality that he knows how to work with the FEMA people. He really and does. And he works well with the train people. Yeah, he does. All I mean, the live long day. You know, so all the live long day. You're so bad. So um, I'm really excited about that. And that's a great thing for the city of New Bern. So. Yeah. Okay. So you. No. 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 Leave him on. Leave him on. You had enough of my. uh, I I love it. I was waiting for him to light up. Yeah. (laughs) No. I don't have the light up kind yet. So uh, that's a good thing. And then our good friend Doug Townsend. He has reminded me about. Dear God, there's more. 
very important. And he is so right. A huge, not a big, but a huge shout out to Representative Steve Tyson, along with the Newburn Clean Sweep and the Bike Box Project. Last Sunday, they did a an incredible cleanup in the James City area, um, and they had several hundred bags of trash and, you know, cleaning up that area, and it was just um, incredible. And Steve, Steve Tyson is really bringing or shining the light on our trash problem here and getting people to understand that we need to keep our city and our county clean. And this is the first look that people get when they come into our city, and if there's trash everywhere, it just... It looks look trashy. Good. It does. It looks trashy. So he's done a really good job. He's working Thank at you, the Steve. state level, um, passing bills to strengthen the fines that people will get if they are caught littering, you know, such as throwing things out of the car and what have you. You know, keep a trash bag in your car. A little, you know, we get all these bags from the grocery store. Keep one in your car and just put your trash in there and dispose of it properly. That's all people are asking. Don't throw things out the window. If you're hauling trash to the dump or something make sure it's covered and tied down so it doesn't fly out of the back of your truck when you're driving i mean there's many things that we can do but let you know we want to keep newburn clean and green i remember my mother-in-law she had that little project but talked about keeping newburn clean and green you know for many years and i think it's really important i mean it's such a great community we're so lucky to live here I'm, i'm so i i just love that I live in such a, a great place. And it, it's the sun's coming out and charging us up. Oh, it is. Oh, I'm so glad. All, after all that rain, you know, God just asked us to be patient. He He sent the rains for a reason. You know, everybody's gardens are probably going to look great this year. And uh, now he's He sent the beautiful sunshine, and it's just, it's wonderful. It really is. So I'm, I'm pleased. And You're really not going to take off early today. I'm not. I'm going to be working all day today. All day today, because I got lots to do. We want to be prepared for tomorrow. Getting the Pepsi store ready to be prepared. We'll be out in the streets. We've got stuff to do at Baker's Kitchen. We will have um, green treats at Baker's Kitchen. So, And and all the, the stores are trying to do something special. So it'll be fun just to get out and look at, you know, what's going on. So I need to go things. make reservations at Cypress Hall if they still have any. So Cypress Hall tonight, you need to do it because tomorrow night they will be closed. What? They're having a private function in there um, tomorrow night. It's actually a wedding that's going to be taking place, and they've rented out the whole, whole building for the evening. Now, if you want to get there for lunch, I'm sure they're going to have lunch hours. But um, Or if you just go look for the wedding announcement in the Sun Journal, you could just pretend to be the cousin of the <laughs> wedding. You know, the I've seen that movie. <laughs> just crash it. <laughs> I think you can pull it off, Lee. It's all about the confidence. Yeah. You know, the, the, <laughs> hey, I'm your, uh, you know, I'm a I'm cousin. Cousin, I'm thinking, cousin you know, Tony. You know that one, Aunt Lila. Yeah. Uh, but just, still, just walk in and be like, hey, somebody I mean, in the back of the room. It's a great walking. chance to visit all the different um, businesses and restaurants downtown. I think it'll be a great day for everybody. And um, we really need to, you know, support. As, as everybody's done, I can't say... Anything. This community is fabulous. They've really gotten out and supported small businesses, and we're seeing it through the cash mob, through other things. So, again, sunshine tomorrow will be a great. Well, day. and look, you're you're talking about it. Thank thank you, Doug and Bethany and Steve oh my Tyson. Goodness, all the people. You know, you, you got you got you got the cash mob, Sarah. You got you know Amanda Banks doing this. You got Doug and and Bethany doing that, and it's all a bunch of great people with doing their thing, making the working to collectively for the whole to make this place better. You got right. you out there. You got Bobby asked. You got all these great people individually just. You know, if you don't think one person can make a difference, yeah, go look at James City and see see that cleaned up. Go yeah, look at the no, cash it, mob. It, it really, go, go it look really at, uh, is great. And, you know, because it's so pretty today, I'm so glad we've got Art Walk tonight. So art Walk? Tonight is Art Walk. So it'll be My good mind to is get a buzz. out. And I think you're going to start to see downtown buzz a little bit more. You know, it's a, a lot more people have gotten their vaccines and people feel more comfortable in getting out and about. And I think this is great. Did you get your vaccine? No. I have not either. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I said this last week, and I'll say never it again. Never going to get it, never going to get I'm it. I'm going to go to the back of the line right now because, to me, I want to make sure all every one of our seniors that wants it can get it. I want to make sure that those that um, have compromised immune systems can get in line and get it, and those people who are just plain scared can get it. And i rather those people get in line and get it so they can be taken care of. And then when everybody else has gotten it, you know, it'll probably be June, maybe, you know, at that point they're saying 
then everybody, there'll be enough for everybody to get out and there. But I want to make sure the citizens that really need it are out there getting that's it. That's egalitarian. So I, saw, I saw an interesting article that out there recently about something, an incident that took place at a Walgreens in this vaccine. And it kind of sparked for me the fact that we are going to have multiple iterations of this vaccine coming out now for the foreseeable future and just getting reevaluated over and over and over again for a while. And we did just pass one year. So we went real quick to getting a new vaccine. So I'm going to wait a little bit. That's what I was saying. You know, I'm going to wait. A let, let the old folks, let other, all these people compromise. Well, I'm going to let them test it out on all these guinea pigs to see what the side effects are. Well, well it could be <laughs> worse. The, the, Wal- the Walgreens in the article I was talking about was actually accidentally, air quote, injecting people with just saline. Saline? Yep. That sounds a little salty to me. Well, it was a saline solution. Oh. It's basically just water. Yeah. Well, um, you know, be of that it may, I want those that really need it and want it to get in line ahead of me and then um, at the appropriate time. And also, too, I know that if I'm going to be restricted to traveling, you know, and I have to have it in order to travel, I will, you know, then push myself up in the line to do that. Um, I certainly want to get back to normal and be able to travel and do things like we did them before. So. There's a positive thing. Eventually, once everyone is vaccinated, we will be able to stop with the mask thing. Yeah. Well, you know, I never started. Like yes. text, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get into well, that herd I'm mentality. Very, I want to be not even a respectful well. in the sense yeah. of if somebody requires it, then so be it. But um, I don't wear it just to wear it. I'm with you so, on that. Yeah, it, it, it is what it is. So uh, it's been a great show. I'm so glad that you got here. And, well, uh, I did. I'm so glad that it's going to be a fabulous weekend. Um, we still have two minutes left if I anybody know, has car questions. I just want questions. to remind everybody to go to Art Walk tonight, come downtown, and enjoy all the St. Patrick's Day festivities. If you're Irish, happy St. Patrick's Day. Even if you're not, fake it, like I said, you know. Um, have a good time. Let's get out and support our nonprofits like True Justice International. I think it's a good thing to get out and help these. We have so many wonderful, wonderful nonprofits in our community that can always use assistance, especially after this last year. Let's do it. Let's love our neighbors. Let's love our friends. And well, that let's was not the reading. So, let's not be so critical of one another. That was the that was the reading this morning. Um, because you you know you do the Lent readings, and yep. so the, the the reading for this morning was. Uh, what it was Mark, uh, I forget Mark, but it was Mark and the scribe came to him and said, what is the greatest commandment to love, to love God above all else? And then to love your neighbor. Those as are yourself. the, as yourself, yeah. those are your, those are the, and, and Kelly and, and I sat there. I'm saying. That. Instead of getting on Facebook and bashing people, places or things, you know, um, pick up the phone and have a conversation or, or seek out that person and say, I'm unhappy about this. I'm unhappy about that. And, and talk about it. And that's the way we build a better community and, and go have a meal with somebody. Yeah. A meal. Oh, yeah. Go have a donut, a bacon donut yeah. with somebody. Yeah. Donuts are great. Really I like good. tacos. And do yeah. not forget Samson and Sam, Samford and Sons over Sam, there. Samson and Sons. Samson and Sons. Rant, 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 rant. I love I love how small how how they started off just opening a business and went viral in this town. And rant, 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 now rant. they're almost a household name. I love it. I mean, and it really is it really is pretty fabulous. So um, all is good. Once Week again, you've good. wasted a it'll perfectly be, good hour with me be, and my brother. It'll be Friday again before we know it. I can't believe it. Next Friday. It feels like next Friday already. I know. It, it's going to be great. <laughs> and, you know, I might try to get my dad. Friday after next. I might try Damn. to get my dad next Friday because it'll be. Purple Heart time. No, it, we're going to be talking about his birthday. Um, I'm so excited to say that he will be 90 years old on the 23rd of March. And we're going to be celebrating them all next week. So God bless Your my dad? father. Yes. Yeah. So maybe we'll get him on the show here to talk a little bit about. So I, I've started this new thing and I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it with my parents. We do it with everybody's parents. And I recommend anybody who wants to do this, do this. Sit the oldest person in your immediate family line down and just ask them to tell you about their life. No. No. So, God, no. He's that. We've already Back been in my day. Record it. Put it on the internet. Back in my day. Save it. Make sure, that it, is, make sure that it is available for future generations. Talk. Don't let yeah. that wisdom No, what be. we're going to do, though, what we'd like to do is Back actually record day. it and have that voice yeah. recording of it. Yeah. That's kind of really what we would rather do. But I, I can tell you more than my father knows because I sat my grandmother down before she passed and had that kind of conversation with her and about Italy and the family and who's this cousin and who's that cousin. So it's always good. <laughs> we sat my grandmother down, Charles, and gave her a recorder. And all she said was, I want ice cream. When can I go home? I need ice cream. 
I don't like it here. My feet hurt. No ice cream for right. Lee. On that note, everybody. She was 43. Video at 2, Sarah says, we did that with great-grandma. She was 99. God bless. I mean, that is video and, and audio is really the way to go. But everybody, thank My you. My toes hurt. Thank you for uh, Too damp. being out there and doing stuff. Uh, Art Walk tonight, St. Patrick's tomorrow. Great community, great people. Get out and enjoy it. So, Lee. I don't know. We're going to see you on the sidewalks, everybody. Have a great week. (laughs) Love you, Newburn. Art walks degrading. (laughs) Why do you have to walk?